0: I think this is going to be the episode where we just completely, uh, you know, dispense with the pretense that this is a comedy podcast. I'm sure we'll be funny,
1: but like. Uh, Is this like the episode of the comedy show where you realize, oh, it's been a drama all along? The whole time. Yeah. This is like that Bojack penultimate. This is episode episode six. Yeah, no, no, this is episode six of season one, man.
0: We meet in Herb Kataz. This is our meeting (laughs) of the goddess, okay? And now you're like, oh, shit, this isn't a comedy. This is just a harrowing. Drama,
1: and I'll never forgive you.
0: Oh, and you'll have to live with that. Stanley Tucci yeah. in that fucking scene, by the way. <laughs> career Stanley <work>. Tucci in
1: <laughs> any scene, career work. That man is uh, is a gift. Uh he wrote a cookbook. Um I believe it. I've always wanted to buy it. I think it's probably just Italian recipes that you can get you, anywhere, you know, but it's got what, Stanley Tucci on the cover.
0: You know what the greatest compliment is? Is like when you read stuff in a voice and you can hear the author's voice. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci's that motherfucker where it doesn't matter yeah. if it's a cookbook, you're hearing Stanley Tucci tell you to cut the, mu- the portobello mushrooms. Like it's the <laughs> best fucking thing in the world, man. Like right. I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. But this the Tucci aside. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's been a rough week for me, man. And I, and I, you know, like depression, like you asked me, right. And I said, like, let's just start recording. You're like, are you doing okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Uh, but there's no rhyme or reason to depression. Cause it's any and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sad that I can't move to the place I want to move to at the right time, but that's not why I'm sad. Like, I don't know what's going on. I just, I had this perfect storm of like being really dissatisfied with my work, being really dissatisfied with my other YouTube thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm at my wits end. So I'm probably going to speak out of line here. You should probably edit me if I'm going too far on that. Uh, but but just I'm generally fucking dissatisfied. How, what how
1: should I, I edit you? By the way, should I just start shouting something? Should we have a certain <laughs> word I should say over and over? Pineapple. Uh, yeah, like if pineapple, we pineapple. Like yeah. this is a safe word for this podcast,
0: right? Or uh, gazpacho. Say gazpacho. I love gazpacho.
1: That. Yeah, that's the one.
0: I think that's the that one. That is a other. hard
1: word to say.
0: Gazpacho. <laughs> You're going to say Gestapo? I'm like, fuck, <laughs> the brown goats.
1: That's that's all I can think about is I'm going to ac- accidentally say Gestapo. Yeah,
0: no. No, I mean, so yeah, here's the no. thing. Th- 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 then I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I don't know if you've watched yet. I uh, have not.
1: Uh, I've been like drifting in and out of consciousness this entire weekend, just catching damn. up on sleep this we can work. I wish I was even rocks. doing
0: that. I'm not even sleeping, man. That's the problem. I'm just like I'm wide awake, feeling useless. Like like that. Like my anxiety is manifested. That's what
1: it. scares me about you, man. You do not sleep. What is that? What ever. are you scared of? <laughs>
0: what is that you, need, you need sleep. Every time I talk to you, you're like, yeah, I stayed up
1: till like, like three a.m. and got. Do you think this is like Freddy Krueger's
0: or, origin story? Like fuck the pedophilia or the burning. He just didn't sleep ever. <laughs> like. <I> mean, <laughs> I just want to know but what When I, I say
1: scared, I'm not saying on a horror movie you're gonna turn into a uh, you know a, a monster a that haunts tary. people's dreams. Yeah. Um but maybe now I'm scared of that.
0: Well, I mean the, the problem is like my like the anxiety is manifesting itself at this point where it's like I, I want to play piano. I want to do this, but I'm not doing it like, all right. So the crux of it, and just let me uh, rant for a second. Cause I'll get it out and then we can kind of yeah. dissect it. The problem is this, that I'm really dissatisfied with everything because I want to write more. I want to be a better writer. You only become a better writer by practicing. I want to be a better pianist. You only become a better pianist by practicing. I want to be a better, everything are the things that I actually really like to do. But the only way you can do that is by practicing, by dedicating time to it. Lately, I felt like I have not been able to do any of that. Then I go see once upon a time in fucking Hollywood and it's like just—it's a script that just, like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, and you should never uh, stack yourself up against anyone else because they're not you, and you oh, right. only you can be you and shit like that. And yes, Tarantino, like, which by the way, people—you have to know—I really just as much shit as I talk about him all the time as a uh, as a director or whatever. It's a really fucking good writer, and you you see something like that, and you're just like yeah, maybe he does have like 25 years head start on me, but still the audacity of anyone to write a script that confident and just like as much shit as we talk about that guy, everything he does, even though the shots and the visual language may be something we've seen before, we've never seen anything like the shit that he does. And it makes me like profoundly fucking depressed that I'm like thinking all the time about how I can tighten this up, how I can discipline myself, how I can do this. And then you see other people who are just like, no, I'm going to go the opposite way. Fuck structure. Fuck what they tell you to do. I'm going to tell the story I want to do. And it makes you feel really talentless. And then like, so I'm feeling that feeling across every facet of my creativity right now. I just feel like I'm not doing anything that I really want to be doing. And, you know, if, 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 if time is a river... All right? Like, I'm in the rapids, man. Like, if I'm not swimming actively trying to counterbalance that fucking por- force that's pulling me back, like, I'm going to get lost in that. Can, can uh, I ask you, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, do, do you think a part of this is that your comic has been delayed for so long? Like, yeah. do you think that if it had been coming out? Because you, you already have that shit written, not the whole story, but you have the yeah. first two issues working on the third or you've done with
0: the yeah third one's locked in I'm, I'm I started writing the fourth yeah. over the weekend which was great
1: so it's just something you've been sitting with and sitting right. with and sitting with and like for many reasons it just hasn't been able to like come out after that first issue like is that part of it that you just haven't been able to see yeah. like the end result of something you already did.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I, I really need to articulate that when I got done with the first comic and again, all I see are the faults with it. And that's fine. Like what I like about the second issue when it comes out is you will see a marked improvement from issue one to issue two. It's like, I learned how to write something while Mm -hmm. writing something, you know what I mean? Um, but even when I finished that, I, I was like, so, uh, melancholy about it Mm -hmm. because it was like, I finished something, which was a nice experience. And then I was like, Oh, I have to do this again. And I don't necessarily know how to do that except trying to reverse engineer the process in which I did it beforehand, you know? But at least there was like, I did something, I released it, people saw it, I got feedback. There was a loop. It made me feel like I actually did publish something. We're coming on two years without the second issue. Maybe it might come out in December, we'll see. I mean, we start production on Thursday, officially, officially, because my artist like, works at Amazon and he can't ever have time to do some shit with me. And so, yeah, I'm sure it's just a lot of the idea of like, I'm not getting things out there. I'm not collaborating. I have all these fucking ideas. I have, you know, all these uh, fucking images in my head, man. <laughs> like, and it's so hard to get that out. And by the way, you know this, writing is already like the best and worst thing anybody who's creative can do. It mm-hmm. is the most fulfilling you'll ever feel. And it's also the thing that makes you feel like a talentless fucking hack. And yeah. so, yeah, man, I think, I think it's just like across the board, mixed with the idea that i was like okay i'm gonna be in california in the next two months maybe uh which is good because then i i'll get my agent over there my friend ryan has an agent he's like i'll introduce you like i just felt like it was gonna be the jump start to all these things that i wanted to do and the way that new york was the kickstart to like all right you said you've been talking about this i actually have to do it uh new york made me do and i was hoping that california would be the thing that uh, kicks my ass into the next step and i feel like none of that's happening man um and so, yeah, I'm just a little existentially shook. And I'm saying, say, again, it's like there's other deeper issues to it, I'm sure, as well. You know what I mean? But, like, mm. I just feel like I'm 29, which is not old. I keep telling myself that all the time. Like, all the people I really respect right now are people who are, like, 35 and made their first movie. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um,
1: like, you, I'm sorry to tell you this, man. You're old as fuck. It's over <laughs> for us. It's over.
0: <laughs> right. Lena Dunham sold girls at 23 years old with a half-a-page description with no characters, with no plot synopsis, no season outline.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> no, I, I listened to... Uh, I, I won't keep bringing the show up, but I listened to the What the Fuck podcast with Rachel Bloom, who did the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend thing. She was talking about how like, when she was 23 off the back of her uh, I Wanna Fuck Ray Bradbury video, um, she wrote a spec script for 30 Rock, got into a writer's room for a Animated show at 23 years old, probably that into an offer at the CW to write and show run her own fucking show. It went for four seasons. Well, like, and see, that's shit. the fucking
0: dream, right? Like, I'm thinking yeah. about all the people that I really admire, and it's just like, how did they do it? You look at their sec- circuitous, like fucking, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Path, right? Like, mm-hmm. the journey that it took them to get there. And it's like, again, the fact that you're not running, you're not show running something at age 29 is not indicative of failure. Like I don't think Tarantino even made reservoir dogs until he was like 27, which is another, another like weird parallel. And I'm bringing him up because his movie is the thing that made me feel like shit recently. So I'm not, I'm trying to have that perspective, but at the same time, it's like, you need to take practical, practical steps. And I think
1: that Tarantino has like a personality disorder that allows him to just not feel shame for anything. And that's why he's so successful. Like, because dude was working in a video store and he still had the audacity to write Reservoir Dogs. And I don't think at any point he was feeling like a failure. He was just like, yep, I'm going to be a star.
0: I Dude, like, here's the thing. As much as we want to hate on that fucking guy, is there anyone that you kind of respect more in film that isn't the Coen brothers? Like, hear me out, dude. Like, the Coen brothers are the only other fucking people who are in the studio system who do anything they fucking want and people always (laughs) fund it.
1: Like I, I I mean, the only other person I would say I'll off say the top of my head, yeah, Soderbergh, um, who uh, also bonus points for not being a total fucking dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I mean, that goes a long way. I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah. No, but I mean, so like Soderbergh is great too, but Soderbergh is also, he's the pioneer. Like he he's the Lewis and Clark of film. He was doing shit way <laughs> before anyone else was doing it. You know what I mean? And so like... I feel like it's hard. Yes, he can do studio fair, but it's not like he's exclusively through there. Like Tarantino since Reservoir Dog or since Pulp Fiction, I guess, has, has just been in the studio system. Like he gets yeah. big money to do any idea that he wants to do. And again, to speak to his credit, it's like his movies are, you never see anyone else do those movies. Like we, we can see a Tarantino knockoff right? Like from a mile away, but no one can replicate what that guy does. And it's just like, yeah, maybe he just has the best version of autism ever. Like it has to be, I yeah. think like you remember what's that so, episode sorry. of community with like where Britta's ex-boyfriend, he like got into a, like a, oh, yeah. a shrapnel accident. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, it,
1: unable to feel shame. Like Jeff is racking his brain. Like, why am I so drawn to you? Right. It's like, Oh yeah. I got into a car accident or something that's the fucking feel shame dude that's
0: the fucking to not feel shame just to be a proud carny uh well to turn the shame into hollywood or something i mean just like oh yeah even hollywood just like the idea that like i'm so impressed by that dude for never having to take a note for never having to go
1: film i thought that we were still talking about the carny from community like i am so impressed with that dude
0: the fucking suits come in. Uh, the, but, the big carnival is coming in. And I, like,
1: I, I, I wonder, I wonder no. how much shame is a motivator for success, though. Like, or, or just the fear of failure um, is a motivator for success. Um, like, at yeah, least but on but an see, underlying you know, subconscious
0: way. I feel like I'm failing by not succeeding. Like Not succeeding is failure. Right. Uh, but doesn't so, that drive you to want to create more things? I mean, kind of, but spite, spite's my biggest motivator. And I think I'm too happy. Spite. I think that's the thing. <laughs> I think like, you know, as depressed as I am at times, like life's pretty fucking good right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm doing things and
1: uh, I do always feel better when I have, and this sounds dumb and I'm not even saying this as a joke, but when I have a nemesis, when I have somebody yes. that I can
0: like spit some hate at, you know? Right. And I don't have that. Because where I just is the wrong with people? Where is the true Batman Joker rom-com thing? Like like he locks him up and then Batman's just looking outside of Gotham City windows as the rain pours. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like because, because they need each other. They fucking need each other, man. I need a right. I need a nemesis cuz
1: uh, otherwise the cops are just like, "Hey, we got this. This is our job, Batman." And he's like, "Oh, well." <laughs> Okay.
0: Yeah. We're on the payroll. We get pensions, bad man. are mad about that. He's like, I got fucking d- 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 double the fucking clearance rate. And no one's paying for my retirement. I got a he's broken just, leg. I got a fucking torn like meniscus
1: billion dollar equipment to catch like petty thieves and criminals. He's got nothing else going on. Gotham's really
0: safe. All the super what if Batman? Yeah, like really that? just focused on like food stamp fraud or something. You know, like something. So then a he's lot really less just
1: going off like after poor people. Like okay, then it okay, becomes okay. problematic. They start writing think pieces about Batman in Gotham. People are like the Batman problem that no one's talking about. <laughs> like they never thought about it until
0: all the supervillains were gone. Like maybe right. Batman
1: isn't good for Gotham.
0: Uh, I mean, so what happens there? Does does he start a war with the press at that point? He he gets me too. He gets me too. That escalated fucking quickly, man. All right. Like, like, let's, that's a, you brought up a really good fucking point, dude, which is like Batman is Batman. He saves Mm. Gotham on the reg. Yeah. If he gets me too. Are we going to like, let that one slide. I'm not trying to be a piece of shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying he's Batman. He saved us from a nuke. He saved us yep. a Joker like 50 times. Riddler, yep. Penguin. Sure. You watch the boys yet, bro? Did you see that, that Amazon show that just came out?
1: I, I have not. I Honestly, I'm not like super excited to watch it. Maybe you can sell me on it. Um, I, I heard it was a little bit iffy. Uh, oh, it's iffy at first.
0: But it gets solid. I mean, look, it really is going to. Here's, here's the reason to watch it. Carl Urban is that good that like watch it because carl urban's great he should be no. wolverine and i Batman. actually
1: didn't know that he was in it
0: oh he plays billy butcher which is the best character of the entire comic book nice. uh i mean dude it's 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 a nihilistic and immature Watchmen. it's doing the same shit that Watchmen try to do on a far less so like minutes construction of superheroes yeah. kind of being dick's Right, and 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 he hates superheroes. Like I mean, the more and more I think about it, it's totally his his attempt to do Watchmen. So the boys are like the secret group that that are CIA backed in the comic. They're not so much in the show. Uh, and the, when soups get out of line, these fuckers come in to kind of put him in place, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there's like some mythology, but it's it's interesting to watch that show because again, it's like it presupposes. That like like we're all we're all in love with the Spider-Man fantasy with great power comes great responsibility. Uncle Ben was one motherfucker, okay? Like you have to imagine other uncles aren't that cool. So they were just like, yo, fucking rob that liquor store, get me a carton of Marlboros. Like, that's what I think the majority of superheroes would be doing. So uh, yeah, the voices presupposes like you think everyone would be a hero? Fuck that. I told you all the time if I became a super billionaire, I would become a villain overnight. Like, even if I, like, I'm a liberal, like, that's the point. When I, much,
1: I always wanted to ask you exactly what you mean by that.
0: I would, I don't, I would block out the sun or something. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what you want from me, but my point is this, whether you're a Republican or whether you're a Democrat, politics go out of the window when you be, when you have that kind of money where right. like, you're like, I yeah, want that, to go launch why, a thing on Mars. I can't. Yeah. That's why I don't trust Elon Musk at all. Like that guy's waiting to become the Joker.
1: Well, well that's why like all of the billionaire executives like have lobbyists on both sides or, or are lobbying both sides of the aisle like or they donate to republicans and democrats it's because it's whatever like you know, like like politics doesn't matter man politics ceases to exist when you have that amount of buying power and it's kind of scary like uh, we you're need to get worth there. the small gdp of a nation
0: well that's uh, but First you're making my point nation. for me which is like that's just money like that's something we understand because that's within our wheelhouse add superpowers to that And everything blows the fuck up. Like, that's what I'm trying to explain, which is the idea that, like, if Superman was real, I would just kill myself. I would give me all the cyanide pills and give me a gun and throw me into igneous rock. Like, because I don't want to risk, I don't want to risk a Superman encounter, man. (laughs) (laughs) My arms are folded, I'm scared. I'm just looking at you, like fix it, <laughs> fix the fictional fucking superhero. I love maps. that
1: we. I love that we started in a real place of like depression, nosedive, no. and anxiety, <laughs> and now we're worried about Superman. It's if all Superman part of existed, the same it's shit. It's all over for me.
0: It's all part of the same thing. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, I'm just saying that uh, we're judging everything based on human impulse. And if there's one thing I know about humans: it's like we're fucked. Like, there's no good in us if 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 not. G- Maybe that's not true. I feel like all good is is a, is is a affectation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all like, "Oh, look at what I did." Snap a photo. Am I cynical? As fuck, I might be cynical. I don't
1: I don't know. Look at what I did. Snap a photo?
0: Yeah, look so, at what so, I did. So you think
1: that it's like an Instagram like, "Oh, we're just doing it so that other people see that we're doing it and we get some likes and it gets get a little endorphin rush and it's like, sort of like a, we filter all of the good things in our life through like an Instagram filter, social media or something like that. that Right. Like
0: why can't anyone just do anything good and not get credit for it or reward? Like, so, like so
1: what was the state of morality before social media? Was it different I mean, or, was, people, or did we just channel it in different ways?
0: I'm sure we channeled it in different ways. I guess what I'm saying, though, is like if you wanted to do something nice, like, I, I, all right, so stupid. I remember being like 16 or 17, driving from high school, and there was this kid who rode my bus who was walking to Durant. Now, you remember where Durant was, which was like not walkable. Don't know why anyone no. was walking there. And so I saw this guy, and I was like, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to pick this guy up. And I picked him up, and I drove. I'm Stake. like four. could have died. No, I knew him. He was fine. Uh, But I drove like four or five miles out of the way, despite us maybe saying hi to each other once or twice on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't run out and Mm -hmm. say, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, look, I did this thing. And that's a really small example of it. I think everyone needs to act locally, not even politically. I'm just talking about in terms of kindness. Wait, what did I do? Did.
1: You've, you've, you've been sitting on that story for years. Twelve now, years. You ruined that good I'm going to
0: get my free drink off this fucking story, right? <laughs> Women hear that story, they're throwing their goddamn braziers at me. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just immediately.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: no. I don't know. Well, good fucking, for you. No, don't. Oh. Good for you.
0: Oh, dude, I started watching... Um,
1: and oh,
0: Sorry. No, no, no. I started, I started watching The Expanse, that show that's on Amazon now. You know what I'm talking about? The Expanse? Yeah, bro. You watch it? No. All right, I so
1: want she- to. I've been meaning to. I me hear, too. Because I hear it gets wonderful.
0: Well, that it, like, first episode like, ain't great. Well, I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, I
1: watched the first episode and I was like, this isn't wonderful. And I gave up. Mm-hmm. But then I kept hearing about how it's like... It's like Blade Runner meets Firefly,
0: meets every sci-fi well, thing I mean, you've ever loved. Right. I got I got into a thing with Dolores about this, which I was like there's there's a bunch of different like different storylines in there, but the one I like the most is Tom Jane because he just wants his kids, number one. But also mm-hmm. because like that's a story that we can identify. I have a problem with sci-fi stories that yeah, feel that who, who be... hasn't lost their kids. Well <laughs> I was making my arrested joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> like no, but I, I was saying more like, um, like his whole arc is like, oh, there's a missing girl. I have to go find her. I don't mm-hmm. like sci-fi stories that, that feel the need to punch you over the face with like, uh, the blogons are coming in this five fourteen parsecs and blah, Like when they right. give right, well, you, combo, you, you like, need that. You need that
1: emotional through line with any fantasy or sci-fi story or, or anything outlandish or world building thing. You need an emotional through line that we can all connect to.
0: Right. right. And it's but just before like before you
1: get into the weird shit.
0: Right. And that's what I felt like the problem with the show was where I was like, okay, all this other shit is like it's trying to punch me over the head with the world that they've built. But this other story is like, yeah, that's that's like that's a story we know. And it's right. like throwing all the other bullshit away. Yes, they're in a space city, but it's essentially like a detective blade runner thing, kind of like we brought up. So I don't know if it's like Blade Runner for any other reason that there's a detective and it's sci-fi. Like I don't so far, I'm I'm only two episodes in, but I like that yeah. idea. A lot of people
1: just like to toss it around. Like they say, like scariest horror movie since The Exorcist, best sci-fi since Blade Run. Like we just don't have a lot of like cultural touchstones to bring up our vocabulary is limited.
0: Do you think like The Exorcist won't play to aliens? Cause like, there's a lot of like dogmatic. Yeah. There's a lot of
1: Catholic get yeah. like, like, I don't think that there are a ton of universal alien themes unless aliens are also Catholics. <laughs> Right, that's where (laughs) comes from.
0: The one constant (laughs) in the universe is. Catholicism. (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing: they don't even have their own alien popes. They just they rep the Earth popes. Still, man, that's the weird fucking like
1: across the board. Aliens also have the priest problem.
0: They have the oh yeah, of course, yeah. I mean that's it's an epidemic. No matter where you are in the universe, man. Again, it's like like the most fascinating thing to me about the world that we live in is that a kangaroo. Uh, a gorilla you a catfish like we are all made literally of the same parts all catholic yeah. <laughs> yeah we're all catholics yeah i mean i i don't know like i'm not saying any religion is necessarily the right one but i would also not put catholicism on the forefront of uh what <laughs> of was like... the most plausible religion to you uh i don't know what's the religion where like if you back in the day like you just fucking you looked at a woman you said i marry you i marry you i marry you and then you were married and like Wait, if what? you wanted to get like, divorced like you had to like Beetlejuice
1: juice or something you just say i marry you i marry you i marry you and then yeah
0: it's married. a nuptial Beetlejuice. yeah you just kind of <laughs> say it three times but
1: that doesn't sound so much like a religion as just a means to kidnap a woman
0: no, no, she has to say it back. I mean this oh, she
1: has to say it back like in bro, of, like, I, I accept, yeah. I accept, I accept, or yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I marry you, I marry you, I marry you as well. Right. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guy but still just seems like a way to facilitate marriage. Well, that's how that's the, the original intent, but we evolved, right? Like it's like, I mean, all of it's fucked up. Like marriage literally was a property thing, guy. Like I don't know what to tell you. It like what's the other thing that I forget what they're called. Fuck, but like there was literally like a, a dowry, the dowries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my fuck, you just like here's a couple of pigs. Let me get your daughter. What the fuck? There some scary. good deals
1: back then, dude. You get this tract of land a few sheep <laughs> my daughter
0: listen look I, it was obviously a shit time to be a woman but do you think that women also got real petty about that shit too they're like i was worth seven pigs and yo ass was worth three pigs like you can go fuck yourself Probably. i how shitty just it got talking, back in the day
1: getting into fucking cat fights about shit like that that'd be great <laughs>
0: No, I mean, uh, honestly, I don't know what really. I mean, I feel like any religion that was just like, fuck off, man, rocks, they're people. Be nice to rocks, right? Like animism, like anything that's like, be cool to everything because God is hanging out inside of a ficus. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't want
1: to. Hanging out inside of a ficus.
0: You don't want (laughs) to fucking not feed that ficus or, you know, uh, hit it with a machete because that might be God. Like, you know, I don't. Whatever religion that, that is, would be actually be a terrible
1: religion. That's a terrible religion. Why not? Why? Because like you, you can't. You're gonna inadvertently hurt things. You know, and you have to eat things to live. And like you're always going to be living with the idea
0: that maybe I just ate God, right? Or or anything sentient. I got into a lot of fights with our vegan friends about how they discovered that plants like they don't have central nervous systems, sure. But, but they feel you, pain. Yes. Oh my god. And like and they and they'll like actively reach out to things that are good to them, like sunlight. Like they yeah. fucking like, hey, I'm gonna go this way. That's fucking intelligent, yeah, just, man. Like just because they don't have consciousness
1: life. in a way that we understand doesn't oh, mean man.
0: that they aren't living things. Where's that and, Pixar movie at? Because you figure they would have tackled just, that frontier already. Just call it tree. Well, it's sure. <laughs> it's <just> called tree.
1: <laughs> There's just ninety minutes of a tree growing slowly.
0: No, it can't be like. All right, we can break this movie out now. It's got to be about like a leaf who gets blown out of a tree and he goes on an adventure. Trees are stationary. What kind of fucking story is that, man? I was asking you. <laughs> like you said, just, it's got to be a Pixar movie. Look, I about was talking plants. plants about tend jazz. To <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, come on, man. Like, plants tend to stay still. I don't right, know. Well, I think may, they, let, know.
0: let's let's write this story really quickly. All right, so if we Michelle wanted
1: to do like. Did it that's all i'm saying
0: did he do a tree story oh the giving tree that's silverstein yes oh i didn't know that was the same guy my bad my bad that scarred me as a child. By the way, it still scars me. And I, as I get older, I think that kid's a piece in of shit. Ways. Oh. Well, no, that kid's a piece of shit. Like, make no mistake about it.
1: It's a metaphor for parenthood, and you realize how much you've taken from your parents. And only when you're older do you appreciate that. Like, you know what?
0: That's he doesn't appreciate done. shit, Max. He sit like after the the, the tree has been chopped down and is fucking gone. He's he just place sits to sit on down. it. That's horrific. That is tree- horrific. <laughs> like. But I mean, the tree's into it. Tree's happy. That's the Sisyphus thing. We imagine the fucking tree is happy because if not, it's a horror story, okay? It's like, it's, it's, it's like five hostels, but existential instead of bloody and violent. Mm.
1: Five hostels. Five. Is the giving tree.
0: Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Where's that dark reboot? Just like I don't know the opening lines of the Giving Tree, but it's got a whole new perspective now. You know, I mean, and like, no,
1: no, I, I think that the tree was you know, like actively like, hey, take some of my branches, make yourself um, a canoe or whatever. Hey, uh you can sit on my stump, rest your bones, old man. The guy's like,
0: all right. I hope that he gives that old piece of shit a bunch of splinters. I just never drive with the end of that book, man it always bothered me. It just seems so fucking selfish. And
1: yeah, I mean, it really makes you re-examine like, have you ever done that to to someone else? Are we doing that to the planet?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're all collectively sitting on the tree stump of planet earth, man. Like, yeah. And like, and the thing is she does keep giving to us. Maybe it's a factual book, man. Maybe, maybe this is more of a documentary in book form, you know, but, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's troubling to say the least. I mean, what? Well, wait, what was the original? Oh no, we we're going to make up a, a weird Pixar movie to this, right? Yeah.
1: Like, so, so your pitch is is that a, a leaf blows off of a tree? Yeah. Give me and a name. it Goes on an adventure.
0: Yeah. Well, we have to set up the. I don't know. Place call it comfort. Comfort. like a mapley. Mapley. Yeah, I'm okay. Maple leaf, you know, I'm a, a tree leaf. Okay, I'm just living on this maple tree with all my tree leaf friends. And oh no, the wind is blowing I, I'm right. I'm going to the big city. I'm a big city maple leaf. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be happy about it. I mean, like, you're skipping a lot <laughs> I, of stats. I didn't <laughs> say that he was
1: happy about it. That's just how he talks. He's just commenting on He's it, just like, describing what's happening to him.
0: Yeah, May- maybe he would have to be in a place of comfort, you know, like he's never been outside the tree, he really yeah. likes the
1: tree. Maybe we could like personify the wind, like the wind is like at times, you know, like the villain in this story, and then right. sometimes you realize the wind is his friend.
0: Well, that's going to be, I think that's the return, uh, the media, yeah. uh, at the return you realize that the wind is actually, the wind that took him away is the same wind that brings him back at the very end, you know what I mean? Mm. As a changed, as a more complete... As a changed leaf. As a as a changed leaf, <laughs> yeah, sure
1: so so mapley ends up under the maple tree with all of his dead brothers and sisters at the end of the film
0: well that's dark but yeah sure i mean because it could be about fall into winter right right like we could even make it like 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 not only the wind is the bad guy but like seasons are the bad guy (laughs) right
1: well, well, I mean, I think at the end of the, the story, you realize that there are no bad guys in this right. story, that the, the wind is just doing what it does, a leaf does what it does, and right. the, the life cycle of a leaf is just doing what it does. It's coming for us all. Sometimes we blow on the wind, and there's, there's no controlling it. Sometimes we get lost in the current, um, but at the end of the day, we're all going to die. We just have to. Sometimes the wind it.
0: blows and you blow back,
1: man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's but the, but, but the in between, the adventure. We right. just have to embrace that. You know, we're just a bunch of maples.
0: I mean, you could say that, but then every time I watch like a National Geographic thing and I see a hyena, I'm like, yo, these fuckers are legit the villains of the animal kingdom. <laughs> I mean, like, like I feel like hyenas and raccoons are just like like competing with each other. For who's more villainous, you know? <laughs> Raccoons, they're just devious oh, to you. Holy shit. Raccoons won bandits. They got the little bandit eyes. Like mm-hmm. they're like hamburglers, you know what I mean? And they kind <laughs> yeah. of are. Let me just throw that they're out the there. the original hamburglers. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, they can use like their thumbs like
1: like we do, kind of. Right. Like they hold things in their hands like like people and nobody talks about it. But <laughs> it's really weird.
0: Right, like, we should not be worried about any other thing that doesn't have an opposable thumb,
1: right? Like, Um, it should just be... Yeah, because imagine if, like, you know, raccoons, like, got smarter, like, in a Planet of the Raccoons situation. Right.
0: Like, they they can already use all the tools that we use. right. I mean, is this a berrymandering situation is what you're saying. Like we're, we're gonna we're yeah. now we're imagining a world where raccoons take over instead it's just of bears. the thing so is like a bear, like there aren't as
1: many of them. Raccoons are everywhere, they're thriving. Right. They, they can eat trash. I mean bears. Also can they're unassuming.
0: Too. Yeah, like they're really unassuming. You see a raccoon and you're like, Oh, that's kind
1: of cute. Yeah, it's just more it's more insidious is the problem. Because they are kind of cute until they hiss at you and you're like, Oh, rabies.
0: Do they all have rabies? Is that how that works?
1: Or do they just have the capability of having rabies? I just think that they there's a higher chance of
0: encountering a, a rabied raccoon. Yeah, but I mean the rabies thing has always really confounded me as like a thing of modern because it literally means the madness, I think, if you translate it from Latin. Mm-hmm. And it's like you get bit and it makes you crazy. It's like, like the
1: rage like- virus in twenty-eight days later, but toned down.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you don't get really ragey, do you? Like I feel like that would be way more headline news <laughs> if people had the uh, rabies and they were just going around like clotheslining people in the streets. Like that would be metal I, as fuck. I think it like it gives you like lockjaw,
1: and you foam at the mouth, and you can't eat solid foods and you get really irritable and like start to lose it.
0: Well, isn't it like if you actually start Get showing symptoms you're fucked like there's no way to really get rid. Re- like i know if you get bit by a bat or something you have like a like a grace period you gotta yeah, you get have, some-
1: it's like a snake bite like you have a window of time before right you can, you, you're you become a snake that's horrifying man yeah
0: well, it, well what's the evolutionary thing for that man i like, think about like brown recluses like they got venom that could take your arm off
1: in six hours there was a huge brown recluse living in my old piece of shit van for like a year. And I could not find him. And he would like pop out every now and then. And he was like legit. I, you, you guys can't see it. He was like this big.
0: And Are you sure like, it wasn't a wolf spider? Cause brown recluses don't no, get big. Was I saw it.
1: It was a, maybe I think they do though. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I like recluse. that. You're like willing to say, look, I might be it's wrong. Let's go fact big. check it. Like get big. Well, yes. what I'm saying, evolution, evolutionarily, what are they fighting out there? Like, fucking fire scorpions? Like, why do they need that kind of uh, venom?
1: Uh, brown recluse pictures are freaking me out. Yeah, they can get big, dude. Oh, God. And that was the exact spider that was in my car. Well, you dodged some bullets, bro. Yeah. what I'm guessing. <laughs> like- because I was a delivery driver. So I was in that car for, like, 10-hour periods every single day of the week. And just like knowing that this giant venomous spider was in there and I couldn't find it. And even if I could,
0: what was I going to do? Punch it? Punch it? Yeah. What if it bit me? In the time that you were punching it, it had enough wherewithal to be like, I've seen s- me. <laughs> and it just you ever see it. Spider-Man? <laughs> Yeah, well actually It's funny you bring that up reflexes. It's funny that you bring The Spider-Man thing up Because that's all I kept thinking about Like, you know Every time you watch A Spider-Man movie And it's like From the fourth person And it just shows The spider crawling With an yeah. unknowing Peter Parker Or Miles Morales <laughs> Like, that's you You're just sitting In your car driving And it's like A POV shot From the fucking <laughs> uh, Like, the dashboard It's just like A little fucking Spider walking up Like, that's all I keep seeing right now
1: <laughs> I just want to do A short film Where it's like Exactly like Spider-Man You know, like I'm driving around like from the perspective of the spider, like it comes down, Spider-Man theme song kicks in. Right. And it like bites me. But instead of me turning into a superhero,
0: I just lose my arm and then die. Right and for insult to injury you then get like rabies so it's like sure. you go crazy after you lose your arm you're just going out like yelling unintelligibly just in crowded marketplaces well i just like run out into the woods a raccoon
1: bites me too so i got spider bite raccoon bite i
0: think that's actually like a formidable fucking combination man for the like a superhero is a hard like batman yeah. spider man like fuck we've run out of the mans but you no got one's a, gone to spider power either.
1: of a like, spider with the cunning of a rabid raccoon.
0: That's what I always say about them. Like, <laughs> look, they're trash pandas, but they're cunning as fuck. Don't turn your back on these goddamn raccoons, mm. man. I say that. You know, I've been saying that since I was a little boy, man. Yeah, the one rule I have. <laughs>
1: you do. You have no other rules, and you, you bring this up all the time. It's all really the time. You know, it It's like, podcasts. yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since it's you like, know, like your catchphrase.
0: Well, I mean, like it's classically conditioned, you know. My grandfather said the same thing. His grandfather and his great grandfather—it just keeps going down. It's things that passed on.
1: Mm, I need a catchphrase.
0: Um, Okay, let's let's break this. uh, What do you? What do you? What's the essence of the catchphrase you want to do?
1: I don't know. Just like a, a fun a fun saying that isn't really like applicable to the situations I'm in. Just something I can casually toss off, and people be like, "What."
0: oh yeah i kind of like those i kind of yeah. like those i i'm settling on don't quit before the miracle happens that's like uh you know like that's a good that, that that crosses all the bases man that dots all the i's and crosses and crosses, all, crosses the all the t's yeah man what's what the miracle what am i quitting like what is this i don't understand hey, any don't of it quit
1: before the miracle happens <laughs>
0: That's applicable to anything. I'm like, dude, I'm feeling really (laughs) depressed. I'm just not, I'm not spending enough time writing. Listen, Christian, don't quit before the miracle happens. Thanks, Max. Fuck, man. Like you really knew the right. So I'm
1: I'm like being confusing, but positive.
0: Right. I mean, that's the thing. If you're going to confound, at least leave me with a form, uh, like a warm feeling.
1: You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I'm confused, but I'm also inspired to do something. I don't know what, but I'm inspired. That's, that's the impression I want to leave on people. That's the mark I want to leave on the world.
0: Do you think people would get tired of that? If is that like how you yes. enter rooms yes. and exit rooms? Yes. <laughs> you know, that Max, like he's nice, but he's always talking about this fucking miracle, and I don't know what he means. And 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 he's also saying that I'm a quitter inadvertently. Like I don't know what his right. fucking deal
1: is. I don't know why he can't find other things to say, is my main thing. Is like it's almost like he doesn't have it's like he's leaning on this catchphrase that doesn't right. apply to situations
0: that we're in. Maybe he's not quitting until the miracle happens, though. Maybe that's why he doesn't quit saying the catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm coming around on it. I'm it's coming one universe, around on man. it, man. That's some Let's circular make this logic. A thing.
1: Let's get this guy a book deal. One page book.
0: Right. I'm trying to think of like really ridiculous concepts for books. Like people sold a book. On a con, like, like the Liz Lemon, that's a deal breaker, ladies, like something mm-hmm. to that effect of like, they give her, they give her, uh, they give her seven figures for that fucking
1: thing, T- man. <laughs> Tobias Funke measure of man or whatever it was.
0: Well, that one was great. What that was the, 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 the what is it, the something inside of me or whatever that the man inside ins- of
1: me, man inside of me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just full of gay innuendo.
0: Uh, what a better time what a better 2004 time. uh yeah i mean i don't know i was talking with me and dolores we do this thing Bushy is baby we're, we're always looking for uh say what you want bush gave us some dank fucking comedy i mean i think comedy was
1: daily show that's uh, when the republicans were still funny and not like terrifying Extensively.
0: right i mean mccain still showed up on the daily show right doing mccain things Mm -hmm. mccain Uh, things sorry i don't you just took this to a weird place i had to acknowledge john mccain for a second i was like
1: (laughs) fuck he was a hero
0: didn't didn't quit so the miracle happened
1: (laughs) (laughs) what was the miracle
0: because he literally
1: died after trump happened so
0: is that the miracle uh, not all miracles are good. I think we need to finally admit this. Like, you know, like, 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 if, if, a, if, a, if a fucking man wolf came to life and I shot him in the head and he came back, that's a miracle. That's not a good miracle. All right, like, right. Yeah, I don't trust
1: it. You don't trust. the <laughs> trust You that Shoot shit. a wolf in the head.
0: A wolf man. And it
1: comes. Right? Oh, wolf man. Yeah. Oh, werewolves, man. What a weird concept. It's weird that that was a
0: genre for a while. I think we should bring it back, but we should really put a spin on the genre.
1: You know, what would the
0: spin be? He's I mean, only like a we and for the full moon, he's oh. a wolf, a werewolf
1: all the other time. Oh, so he's more a werewolf than a man.
0: Twenty seven days out of the month, this motherfucker is a wolf, but for three glorious days, he gets to be a guy.
1: Yeah, dude. He doesn't he, have a social security number. He doesn't have a bank account. <laughs> this guy's off the fucking grid, best.
0: okay? He can do anything. And the, the weird thing is, like, so there's a detective who's like trying to track him down for as many crimes, but he's only a person for three days a month. So this is really fucking with him. Like, right. he gets close to the trail and then it just ends, and it's like, I oh, there's a fucking dog here. It's a yeah. wolf. Then he scurries off into the fucking forest, and <laughs> it drives him crazy, man.
1: <laughs> like, like every single time, he thinks he's a bet. Ba- he like bursts into a room, like "I got you, you son!" Oh, it's a oh, just okay, the wolf. It's just, Same it's just, wolf. It's fucking wolf in this room. <laughs> well, because right, here's my sorry. Thing.
0: Let's put this in the real world. How long would it take for us to be like werewolf? Like, look, we've exhausted all the op- uh, other options. This motherfucker's a werewolf. Like, at some point, you would have to buy into it. If we're living in the in the, the world where, like, we don't believe in vampires, mummies, and fucking werewolves, at what point do we say we're going werewolf option?
1: That That's a good question. I, I mean, like, I feel like with werewolves, you can at least have the cover or the assumption that, okay, there's a wild dog or dogs, you know, situation running around here. Not necessarily a man crime. Right. Or a woman crime or a person crime. But... With the vampire, you know, like I think vampires are more like – because those have like the trademark, like the two bites on the neck, people exsanguinated of the blood and shit. At what point there you say, okay – there's some vamps. There's
0: some well, vampers. because you, I think I think we would first we would we would we would approach it for like a month, being like, "This is clearly some sick copycats. These fucking Twilight motherfuckers want to want to be vampires. They call themselves like less less enfants de sang, you know, because they're going they're going French vampire." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> kind of want that to be the episode title because of how bad the accent was, but uh, Les Fans de Sang, and they're going around, and then and like you would just think that, like, yo, they're teenagers who think they're vampires,
1: right? Which I've met some of those. Oh, in IRL. I, I think I've told this story on the podcast uh, before, but I'll I, tell I, it I now. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I'll tell it again. I, I met this kid, um like he was in his twenties at this point. Um, but he was like one day, like nobody liked this guy. And at one point he was like, Oh uh, yeah. Like, so back in the day, you know, when I was like 14 or whatever, um, I joined a vampire cult and he was saying it like all casual like this. Like, it was like, Oh, this is such a funny, quirky story about me. And yeah, you know, like we just get around a campfire and chant ritualistic tra- chants and drink pig's blood. And, you know, it was just a fun thing I did with my girl and, all that. ha, ha, ha. Well, I, I grew out of it when I was 16, though. And I was like, You did this
0: for two years? You did this at all? <laughs> right. <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't a bad weekend in Cabo, <laughs> right. motherfucker. This was two years of your life. No, I mean that's it. so so what we need to do is figure out what the modern vampire would be, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm a vampire and I want to hide in plain sight, um, well, I'm gonna be a nurse
1: stockbrokers. Well,
0: sure, but where's your easy access to blood? You have easy access to like Delivery people, you know what I mean. But like, why not be like, a, like, a, like a nurse practitioner? Oh, I thought, I thought we were bag. talking
1: like in a more metaphorical sense, like who's like leeching off of.
0: You know, no, no, no. Like, I, yeah. I'm saying if we were vampires now, and we had, uh, let's 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 say, uh, let's pick an actor. Who who's the actor who's coming after us?
1: Like the the, the vampire hunter.
0: Yeah, he's a detective who is hunting down the new vampire threat. Who, who do you pick? I don't here? know. I
1: think Zach Braff needs to come back. <laughs>
0: Yes, okay, Zach <laughs> Brath, skinny, wearing a goddamn long <laughs> overcoat, it's raining outside. He's way these- out <laughs> of his
1: depth. But he's like, the only one who knows.
0: He's also the only cop on the force, because all the other ones have been killed by this, like, not vampire vampire guy. <laughs> like He was
1: like, he's like the joke cop, like everything
0: Oh, no, he was, he was a fucking, he was a... He was he was a meter maid, and then, and then he got promoted yeah. to homicide, to,
1: to being the only cop left in the entire city.
0: So that's why. So, so Zach, I mean, that, that would be us. smart
1: as vampires to just target all law enforcement
0: ritualistically
1: right. until they were all gone. Because what does like a major city do when all of their cops are gone, or are working for the other side now because they're
0: vamps? That is like that's the sequel idea. We 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 need to figure out first before we because that's amazing to me. We need to figure out first. Zach Braff is chasing this vampire, right? And you're right, two holes. That's gonna be that's gonna be a little too obvious. <laughs> so we have to figure out like what what what's the what's the tell what's the call side of these new vamps, man? Because they're like two holes, motherfucker. That was like my grandfather's vampirism. You know what I mean? Mm. Like this is 2019, shorty. Like he's getting real brash so, about so it. So what? There, there's an app for that now. There has to be right. Like there's got to be like the Uber Eats, so, but of it's, Blood it's like, <laughs> like
1: hidden behind a paywall, so not a lot of people use it or know about it. Right pay 60 bucks a year and uh hook up like a syringe to somebody extracts the blood
0: maybe away. this is the sequel to the werewolf movie maybe zach braff just keeps fucking up never gets that it's the werewolf so so he
1: was the meter maid that was after the werewolf the whole time nobody believed him then right and, and that that he did without autonomy <laughs> that right. he was
0: just like i gotta that do what i gotta do
1: spare time yeah.
0: He had no personal life. And he always said his quotas, though, and that's what I liked about him. You know, he got his job done and he chased yeah. fucking werewolves on the side, but didn't catch anyone. Everyone else dies. The meter maid gets promoted to chase vampires now because that's also a threat oh, the So world.
1: everybody gets killed by the werewolf.
0: Right. The first one.
1: And yeah. now vampires are in the mix. Right.
0: I guess at some point he has to kill the, vam- or the werewolf in order for, like, that arc to make or sense. Maybe
1: but. he kills the werewolf, but before he does, he gets bitten by the werewolf, and now he's a werewolf meter maid- vampire hunter also played by zach braff well okay hold on hold on because that gets interesting
0: (laughs) but that gets interesting for a whole other reason which is like listen um are vampires racist against lichens are they just like look i was hunting a werewolf at first because historically
1: (laughs) yes have you ever seen true blood i'm
0: sorry he's he's a self-hating kind is the problem (laughs) like he hates himself (laughs) and he's also trying to chase vampires yeah uh it's a whole thing man I mean, I wouldn't love
1: myself if 27 out of the 30 days of a month I was um, turning into a dog and mauling people. (laughs) Free man,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but every every 27 days it's fucking Cabo, man. It really is. It's spring. When (laughs) you
1: think about it, we're not setting him up for success here because he has three days out of the month to like hit his quotas as a meter maid or as a detective. (laughs) Pay his rent.
0: Well, no, and hunt no, no. vampires. I think in his spare time, he's, as the werewolf, he's gotten over the mauling people and he's just going around with like a long uh, overcoat.
1: You know what I mean? Like, so he's, he's, like, he's like the Hulk in the latest Avengers, where he's right. like Professor Hulk now.
0: Yeah, he he's shows up to the werewolf. Scene. He's like, what do we got? And he's the wolf, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, there's some bones over here of a victim and he's got to stop himself from wanting to like lick the bones or whatever. And he's like, fucking get that if shit anything, out of here.
1: If anything, this gives him more credibility. Now, because people are like, oh, you were right in the first movie. Right, and it costs
0: you everything. The yeah. price of being right is you're now a fucking werewolf.
1: Like, he parts the, the fucking sea of cops <laughs> like Moses.
0: Everybody gets out of his way. This is a real starring vehicle for Zach Brad, which I assume he would want to write and direct, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a fucking egotist. With all of his quirky garden
1: state, you know, framing. <laughs> I'm into it.
0: I uh, I'm, I need to write this outline. <laughs> <laughs> like this is all jokes, but like, man, we're living in the world where like, fucking stand against evil, right? There's like war horses on TV. Yeah. I, I, why not us, man?
1: I don't know, man. I need to write my Chucky script. I that's a wonderful script. I don't think it would ever get produced. I'd produce it. How much do you need for it? Like two hundred mil, and I'm good.
0: Two hundred mil. <laughs> this is going to be more expensive than Avatar and The Avengers. This but... is
1: going to be more expensive than the collective grosses of all Chucky movies combined, probably.
0: Did you? Uh, did you watch the new Chucky by any chance?
1: No, I'm not interested. I'm gonna
0: be no, really no. Honest. I know you're not, but are you? There's not even a morbid curiosity about like. Oh, let's see how much they fucked this up.
1: No, and, and I've heard it's not bad, but it, you also have to accept that it's not really Chucky because, like, from what I understand, um, at no point is there any, like, indication that the doll is actually sentient. It's just, like, somebody fucked with the settings. Oh, it's, it's like, like the a, living
0: doll from Twilight Zone.
1: Yeah, well, it's like, uh, yeah. Um, you ever see this, you know, the Simpsons' treehouse of horror with the Krusty doll that's, like, running around killing people? Right, and then they, right. like, they look on the back, and he has an evil setting and a good setting and it was set to evil the whole time. They just switched the thing to good and the doll's like, they're made now. Um, th- that's like what happened with the Chucky dolls. like some disgruntled factory worker in a sweatshop in the beginning of the movie um, takes off all of his inhibitors. The doll becomes evil. Whereas okay. in the first movie, a serial killer uses an ancient voodoo chant an to impart his evil soul
0: into a doll. Um, <laughs> Which I've always loved because the whole premise is like, isn't like the cops are there and he's like, fuck, man, I'm smoked. And his yeah. first resort and his last resort is like voodoo incantation into a doll and he's fine with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's not loving being a doll. Like he wants to take over the body of, of a small boy who has the doll now.
0: But that's why wouldn't he just want to be a, is he just like fuck him, getting a reset well, button? I think it's
1: like by the fourth movie, he accepts being a doll. But for three straight movies, he's trying to take over the body of, of this boy.
0: They made two sequels off the initial concept. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, did, I don't know if you've ever seen Bride of Chucky, but like Bride he, Chucky's he great. Finds, he finds his old flame and turns her into a doll against her will. And she's like,
0: what the fuck did you do to me, Chucky? And uh, like, she ends up being okay yeah, with it. You look,
1: you look gorgeous. Yeah. And then they have a little doll child. The yeah. doll is like the doll child is
0: not sure about himself. That predated the Team America sex scene by a whole bunch. I feel like Brad and Chucky you was like ninety-seven or something.
1: Progressive films, man. Smart movies. <laughs> <Progressive films. laughs>
0: we could always measure where we were as a society by the Chucky films of the day. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to me. <laughs> uh, no I didn't I see mean, I think that that concept's really funny to me too just the idea that like there was a good and bad like first of all that goes into engineering so it's like the fact that there's a good or a bad switch it's like what do you think the utility of that function was like how did that board meeting go Or it's like I think right. we should put a evil, an evil uh, version an evil yeah, mode because I think the new one like the Chucky
1: doll is basically like a, a doll that's also an Alexa and it can control your smart home devices pairs with everything So in the new one, he's like fucking with the temperature and doing all sorts of crazy shit. I'm not really sure, but it doesn't really appeal to me because that's not Chucky. It ceases to be that character.
0: Right. I mean, that character is delightful, Christian. Mark Hamill did the voice. I hear he did a fine job doing the best he can, but Don, yeah, not I'm Don sure Mancini, Stephen Dorff, right? No, Stephen Dorff, uh, Brad Dorff, sorry. Brad Dorff? Uh, <laughs> Stephen Dorff. He was second place. <laughs> he was very close to the role, but Brad just swooped in. Didn't Stephen Dorff do
1: the newest true detective? Was that
0: him? Yeah, he was great. He was wonderful yeah. in it, man.
1: I'm really happy for him, man. He has he a funny last name. Yeah. He needed to come back.
0: Right? How do you it. think he feels about the Blade announcement? They're like, they're remaking Blade. He's like, Deacon Frost coming back, bro? Like, I've been in shape. I'm waiting. I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen for him, man.
1: It's so sad. So you think it's going to be like Jack Nicholson with uh, Dark Knight when he came out? He's like, I don't know why they didn't just cast me again.
0: <laughs> Did Nicholson say that? Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. Actually, like, the ball's on that <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> That's like
1: when when they asked him about, what do you think about Heath Ledger playing the Joker? He had the opportunity to be you know, gracious uh, and <laughs> gracious and say oh well passing the torch like well i didn't get a call
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i kind of love jack nicholson so much man it's it's like i think I, the greatest th- uh, tragedies we're not getting movies from him <laughs> as old cantankerous nicholson you, you know? you've
1: seen you've seen fat nicholson right
0: i've and just I'm seen not, him at i'm Lincoln, not trying
1: to yeah but- i'm not trying to body shame but there's a picture of him with like his stomach hanging out, looking upset, sitting at a Lakers game, holding a hot dog in his hand in one hand and eating a French fry in the other, and just looking really confused and upset. I'm gonna send it to you.
0: Yeah, no, I've just I've seen a. I think you sent it to me recently, by the way. But I've seen just a bunch of pictures I'm gonna send of him. it again. Him at L.A. games with his poncho out. Like he doesn't even give a fuck anymore. His, his stomach is just hanging out, and he's like 80, man. Like he's one of those great living thespians who doesn't act anymore. We're gonna have yeah, I, I, I was watching um you know uh
1: the departed recently. I also watched the Two Jakes for the first time I've never seen yo, that,
0: that movie is something, but uh it's
1: definitely a film,
0: yeah <laughs> it's got a <laughs> beginning, a middle end there's lighting there's actors, there's a script, I guess
1: no i mean like if, if for a sequel to chinatown it's it could have gone way worse.
0: It's not Godfather Three bad, but it's not much better. You know that's the problem. <laughs> like, oh god, this fucking picture! Holy shit! <laughs> that's no oh, Nicholson. Nicholson we I, deserve. All I remember about Nicholson and the Batman thing was just like after Heath Ledger died, he somehow made it about himself, and he was he? just like, "Yeah, you know, I, uh, I told Heath uh, this, this really, uh, this really gets under your skin. You know, I, uh, you got This role will fuck you up, man." Like, he said that, and I'm like, what? Like, your, your Joker fucked with you? Your, right? jo- like, your Joker kept you up at night? What? <laughs> your Joker's jovial as fuck, man. Yeah. Like, he's adorable. Your
1: Joker's a, a, an adorable cartoon character.
0: Just I kinda, a middle-aged I mean,
1: Jack Nicholson wearing face paint and saying,
0: the Batman. Yeah. I, he's got some
1: fucking moments
0: You know, the it's more I think time. about Batman 89, you got to go back and just think of it as the modern miracle that it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's just weird. Michael Keaton, again, when the paint was drying, we really should do this. When the paint was drying, when Keaton became Batman, because holy shit, people People lost their shit.
1: Yeah, Yeah. this was before internet forums, but there were, like, people, like, submitting letters to the editor, and you can, like, (laughs) see this now, literally.
0: Which is way harder. Think about now, like, I just have to type on a keyboard. Yeah. Lookers had to write a note by hand, write a novel. That's how upset fans were.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is why fan culture is so toxic, because they, like, did not have easy means to complain back in the day. right. So now it's just,
0: it's fucking over. It's a hunting season, man. It's easy yeah. for these fuckers. But, but so like the modern miracle of Michael Keaton playing Batman, then like Nicholson being cast, the music by Prince, which as a child, I was like, you know, this really takes me out of what Batman is. Every time there's a museum scene and it's just people going like, bump, bum, 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 bum. Just <laughs> dancing, I'm like, but like just I a
1: five-minute music video with the Joker's goons, like smearing paint on like never, classic never art. Never
0: loved it. Never worked with it. Now I'm getting older, and I'm just like the fact that they had just it like is, yeah, and it was still like an enjoyable movie. <laughs> Not a dank bro. Like,
1: yeah, I, I just like Prince, so it's like it kind of kind of yeah. works
0: in a weird way. Well, um, I, I think the bat the bat dance video really is the greatest gift to God. <laughs> like, it'll never get the love of like a thriller but you know it's prince dancing with batman it's pretty fucking wonderful man it's everything you could ask for
1: i mean you know like probably the artistic height of prince's career if we're being honest
0: he did have like those like like three or four years that was like he had he had purple rain and batman in the same three or four year period Prince
1: prince was never bigger
0: it was great it was was he just like wearing him. platform shoes or you mean like his status was bigger? He's a small guy. He's like five foot yeah, three. He was, he was never physically taller than in that three year period. And the bone density gave way. He started shrinking again. It was a rough <laughs> decade for Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I miss that fucker a lot. Like I, I mean,
1: somebody, somebody said recently, I forget who, but like it all went to shit once Prince died and it kind uh, of did. That, that was it, like the line of demarcation.
0: Yeah, I would say it was the Bowie Prince one-two hit. It was Bowie in January, Prince four months later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. rough because you lost like singular artists. Bringing it back to the Tarantino thing of it all, which is like, do I love every single Prince record? No, but holy shit, the guy never compromised. Like no one ever sounded like Prince sounded. He People was tried.
1: Soderberg, man, he was the Soderberg of music.
0: I feel like that's somehow an insult to somebody <laughs> somebody's insulted to Soderbergh
1: him. or to prince
0: i don't know who like they're both great but someone's got to feel well, like i'm getting the raw end of that deal like
1: all, all, all i do mean uh, i'll defend it a little bit all i mean by that is that Soderbergh and prince both have films or works that they released that weren't great but just the fact that they were out there doing it always experimenting always changing it up always trying something new that their output was so prodigious that now we have this like wealth of material to go back to Soderbergh died today. He, the dudes made like what? 20 fucking films, maybe right. 30. I don't know. Releases like a movie a year. Um, sometimes we don't pay attention. Same way that Prince would release three albums in one year and we'd be like, all right, whatever. To right. Two of them. But just the fact that he was doing it.
0: Mm. Hats hats off to you. Rats off
1: to you. Rats sir.
0: off to you, Prince. Uh, I like that his name was actually Prince, too. That's pretty badass. Like, he didn't have to take a stage, Dave. He's like, no, I'm Prince. That's my name. It's on the birth Like, What do you want from me? I'm from, he doesn't I'm from have Minnesota. time to say
1: certificate.
0: Nah, bro, he's, he's got one name, Max. He's been trying <laughs> to be efficient for years. He's been trying to save time. Dude's name is Prince Nelson. Have you ever heard that? No. He ain't got time fuck mm. that shit dude mm. i don't know i miss him i miss him every day <laughs> dude, every I do. <laughs> say a little prayer to brits every single day i'm like god man i'm so glad you're not here to see the state of things i
1: i actually do want to bring it back to batman 89 but, okay um, yeah if if like i want to get your take on it paint is drying whatever years later now yeah. how do you feel about keaton as a choice for batman
0: i i've said this repeatedly and i and i'm and I will ask you to help me diagnose it. I don't know if it's a product of like, that is the first Batman that I saw. Or if now that we're looking at the entire scope of Batman uh, portrayals, right? From the serials to Adam West to Keaton to fucking Clooney and Kilmer and all those people. That's hilarious to say out loud, by the way. Clooney and Kilmer. (laughs) No, but like when I think about what Bruce Wayne was, he was like this, he, he was almost bumbling, right, in, in mm-hmm. his portrayal of that. Like, he was sort of suave. He wasn't as suave as, like, Christian Bale, but he was, he disarmed you because, yeah. like, like, Christian Bale, like, he was so suave. You're like, he could secret. Like, I could get drunk one day and be like... That guy might be Batman. <laughs> like he's got right? swag.
1: He's but, got swag. He's got the resources.
0: Right. But but Always but is. Michael Keaton was so bumbling and so like oh yeah, like Michael Keaton. That mm-hmm. no one did it. And I thought that was was amazing. Is that when you want to get nuts? Yeah. Let's get Let's nuts. Get nuts. <laughs> Break something. Like <laughs> no, I mean I think that's great. And, and 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 so when you go back and you think about uh the first time you know he goes into that like weird uh ar- 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 What what is that like arwa what have you pronounce that what are those ar- arwa i can't say the armoire ar- the fucking ar- ar- there we go sorry jesus christ i'm showing my spanish today um like when he goes into that it turns into like a little fucking tube and he's going down and he's got the bat suit on i was like all right like, I think he really kind of nailed that dichotomy of, like, Bruce Wayne has to be so different from Batman that you could yeah. never conceive. It's not about a voice change. I think that's what Bale got wrong, to be completely honest. As much as I really love the Nolan Batman movies, it's, like, <laughs> it's not a voice thing. And also, that voice wasn't as bad in Batman Begins. I don't I don't know what happened yeah. from the first movie to the second movie, but Jesus Christ. It's, like, the Man.
1: one thing weighing down the Dark Knight, because, like, you want to take this movie seriously, but then he comes in with this cartoonish voice. Right. I'm not wearing we, an
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really figure like Nolan's a good director. He could have been like, oh, that's good. Let's, uh, let's do that one more again and uh, lose let's the voice. Do it in a
1: way with that you, you can understand what you're saying, mate.
0: <laughs> Coming from Nolan? That's like, what? Like, <laughs> like he turns understand. cockney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No,
1: like, I, I. This is I, I, the I w- guy also responsible for the Bane Tom Hardy voice, so like right. you probably can't be asking
0: for a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I would I would say that I think Keaton really kind of killed it. I mean, as far as like the Bruce Wayne Batman thing, I think he's the best. And then I think it would be, uh, I think it would probably be uh, the Christian Bale, and then. I think it's really weird there. Affleck. Affleck, Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. But, but like, you have to understand like that, that that drop from second to third is, is is, like pretty precipitous. Yeah. You know, because, because Bale was Bruce Wayne was really great. I think, I think he was good. I just think that he wasn't, you know, bumbling enough, but, uh, well, I mean, is Man.
1: was Bruce Wayne historically bumbling, or was he like the suave uh, millionaire, billionaire, playboy type? Right. did it well, seem like he gave a shit.
0: That's where the debate comes in because I I think that the we talk all the time about he's, adapting he's not comics differently. Like.
1: right? Like because right. Clark Kent was always the bumbling, so you'd never suspect him because he was a fucking doof.
0: Yeah, but that one makes less sense because like glasses and a curl, yeah. like 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 with Batman, it's like look like the voice will. You do have to change your voice a little bit, but I also think you just have to portray yourself so differently. And Mm -hmm. and I could again, like I said, if I was drunk and I was hanging out in Gotham one night, just like people watching it, I saw Bruce Wayne. I'm like, this guy's a billionaire. Like, like if we're just being real, like the list of people who could have been Batman, like you putting two and two together, who could afford
1: like an armored tank as a car? Who could afford a plane? Right. Could afford a military grade suit with all these gadgets
0: because other than bane like the crime wasn't outsourced it wasn't like people yeah. coming into gotham it was all like homegrown like therefore no one from detroit was going to be like let's go to gotham and save crime like detroit's right. got its own fucking problems so you're like all right who's a billionaire who would uh, have to gain from all this yeah. shit because you know?
1: this isn't like some dink in his gar- garage just being like i'm gonna fight crime and then they right. go out there because like i've seen the dudes that do that they do not look like batman <laughs>
0: Right, because I want to make poor Batman. Like that's that's what I want to do really bad. I think we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Like I want a poor version of Batman, where you could even you could even swap it out, man. Make all right. Didn't we talk about Black Batman? My idea for Black Batman, which is to make Bruce Wayne a villain, like really hard. Mm,
1: no, no, so Bruce Wayne.
0: Maybe. First of all, Thomas and Martha Wayne they never die, and Bruce Wayne inherits this company, and he's a silver spoon fucking dick bag, and and all his policies are like fucking up, like poor. You know, Gotham mites. Say, let's mm. call him right. And so it's just like this kid from the from the Narrows and shit. And yeah. uh, his parents get killed, and he's like, you know, he's, he basically takes Bruce Wayne to task. Low budget man does mm. wear hockey pads. He don't give a fuck. Goes out there, breaks a couple limbs. Lucius Fox <laughs> takes some pity on him, brings him in, like, <laughs> and and then he gives him Wayne technology to fight Bruce Wayne. Oh, why not me? Why but he's still poor. Not- oh, but he's still okay. poor.
1: I thought you broke character for a second. Like, why not you, Christian, write the story?
0: No, no, I, I'm this kid. I don't know. What why, not is, like, why not me?
1: Why not me? I'm into it, man. I really like that idea. And your Batman goes to hell story. I would like also like a Into the Spider-Verse version of Batman where all the different, like the Clooney, Kilmer, Keaton, oh, animated okay. series, uh, fucking game, Arkham games, Batman, they all collide in one film.
0: I would love it. I think we're not too far from it, man. I, you know, like <laughs> just just don't quit until the miracle happens, Max. Like, don't quit until
1: the miracle. happens. We'll I want that minutes. to be the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest. <laughs> don't quit until the miracle happens.
0: Yeah, uh, I, we might be there soon. I mean, there's this really great comic. I think it's uh, fuck, is it is it Crisis on? Is, I forget which one it is. I really do. But it's some event series, and there's like, cause there's one universe I really love where. Thomas Wayne, like Bruce Wayne, is the one who's killed in that alley uh, in, in Crime Alley, right? And So Thomas mm-hmm. Wayne is like grief-stricken, becomes fucking Batman in this alternative universe, and Martha Wayne, so stricken by grief, goes on to be the, the Joker. Like she becomes this fucking like terrorist. But it. then it's like this fuck, which even brings that whole relationship that we're already talking about about like the, these two need each other, but it like illustrates it even further. They're a married couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Like uh, I would love that at the very end of it. It might be Flashpoint actually because Thomas Wayne gives a note to Flash because the Flash is the only person who's going to remember this. He's the only person mm. who can travel to all the things and he gives a note to the Flash to give to Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne knows like in another universe his father was Batman but his father's proud of him and it's like Ooh. emotional as fuck. Fa- like, that's the thing about DC, man. Like they, they have some really fucking incredible arcs and I've never understood why they can't just translate them. Yeah. I've been watching Doom Patrol Well, the first episode I saw. Oh. What'd you think? I liked it. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't love it, but Brandon I liked Frazier, it.
0: Brendan Fraser, though. Brendan Bre- 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 Fraser is everything. Robot
1: Man. Uh, great. Goop lady was doing goop stuff. Um, I really loved Alan Tudyk. Um, yeah, he's great. As, but I was reading up on that character, Mr. Nobody. Yeah, what a fucking crazy character. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's just they, they,
1: they really they really go to some places with him, huh?
0: Yeah, they just they don't give a fuck. I mean, that's kind of the best part about the Doom Patrol, to be honest. Like, like you know, that's not a perfect show at all, but I love how weird. It's so unabashedly weird. Like, give it like three yeah. more episodes and see how you feel I mean, about it. But... I
1: already episode one. I like it more than the Umbrella Academy, and I know it's not the same thing, nice. but like, it kind of reminds me they're all in like a bunch of superpowered people living in a right. house
0: and they argue sometimes oh but they're like they understand characters way more in doom patrol (laughs) yeah like there's actual like every episode like when i tell you that every episode has like quantifiable character development where you're like that's not what we're used to for these kind of shows there should Mm -hmm. be a set piece here you know but like they always find a way to advance that i'm like it's kind of a gift man i'm really glad it got renewed and it's going to be on that hbo max thing because how do you feel about that by the way that your name is just being used for shit a lot now I'm, you know, it's just, I'm used to it. Does it fuck with but, you that your name is a noun, but also
1: an adjective? Like, do you like that? Or I mean, it, it fucked with me when I was like coming up in school because like, it, oh, take it to the max. Max, max steel. maxi taxi.
0: Um, maxi take taxi. to the max, max steel. Okay, listen, uh, they've been trolling you, but they gave you a great business idea. I would take maxi taxis all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> You as a, as a business model, in, the, in Max, this age looking,
1: of Uber, you think yeah. that that would thrive?
0: Yeah, fuck Uber. Uber's rapey, man. Like maxi taxi. Like, well, you haven't heard about that? Oh, it's bad, man. Yeah, no, yeah. No There's some report assaults. about Uber where it's like if you look up Uber and, like, in like terms of affiliated things, like the word rape gets kicked in a lot, like a lot, a lot. And they're like, that's not fair. What if the guy's name is Jason? <laughs> you rape. <laughs> Which I was like, which that, that would be a terrible on, last thing. Because I was like, right off the bat, why not Don Draper? Why not Marvin Grape? Why not like anything where rape is just incidentally in there? You made up a fictional guy named Jason Rape, which I thought was incredible. Hi, I'm Jason Rape, and I approve this message. Imagine um, that being your fucking name growing up, man. Like I
1: would immediately rape. change it, or I would just be like it would be a Prince or share situation where I just go by my first name. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I just go by Rape.
0: That's my name.
1: <laughs> so if I'm Rape. That's my <laughs> only name. A man named Rape. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Um <laughs>
0: Oh man! Uh, sorry, he's got to have a catch for God, his Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no miracle to be had for Jason Rafe. That's the problem. If he says, "Wait until the miracle happens," don't give up till the miracle God, happens. Shit's yeah, don't don't
1: stop until the miracle happens. Takes on a very different connotation with Jason Rafe is in the mix.
0: Whoa.
1: Well, uh. I wanna tell you a story, every man ought to know. If you want a little loving, now you gotta start real slow. She's gonna love you tonight now. If you just treat her right now, I'll oh, squeeze her real jump. Gotta make her feel good. Tell her that you love her like you know you should.